Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. It's great to be together, to worship God, to celebrate together. So good to see you all today, those that have finally come back from holidays and you're back into school the last couple of weeks and uh, it's very, very exciting. Today we're going to share just some things of uh, our focus for our church for the year and uh, a lot of our life groups and ministries have already started up but we want to just give some focus for some of the big picture things that are happening this year and what we're believing God for. And the scripture I'd like to start with I shared last Sunday was uh, it's Isaiah 60 verses 1 and 2 and Isaiah 60 Verses 1 and 2 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you, and His glory appears over you. How awesome is, I think we got the wrong scripture, is that Jeremiah? No, it's, it's Isaiah 60, that's right. Arise, shine, and I believe that it's a time for us to shine, to arise, because the darkness is all around us. With the, the, the world is in chaos right now with the coronavirus. There's fear everywhere. And uh, we've had the, the bushfire uh, crisis and the drought. But I want to tell you that we can arise and shine. The light has come. Jesus, the light of the world, has come into this world of darkness to bring hope. And now the good news is, he said, I'm the light of the world. Then in Matthew he says, but you are the light of the world. And so last week we uh, encouraged each other that... We are the light of the world. So as individuals, as families, as a church, and with the body of Christ, we are, that we carry the light of the world. And I want to encourage your hearts today, ways that we can um, see that happen. So arise and build is our theme for this year. Arise, so that can mean all sorts of things. Arise out of our place into a, a larger place. Arise with our vision and hope. Arise with our generosity. Arise so that we can bring light to the darkness around us. And I, I just see God stirring us everywhere to arise. And I thank God people already stepped up and said, we're going to get involved. We're going to do something fresh this year. We've had a whole lot of new volunteers show up at our church office this week to come and help serve in the office. So they've arisen and said, we're, we're willing to serve. And I see people stepping up all around us. So arise and build. The next scripture is 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 9. I love this scripture because it speaks about that we're all important. We're all needed to see his kingdom grow and to see the light shine. The Apostle Paul says, I was the one who planted the church and Apollos came and cared for it, but it was God who caused it to grow. This is really, really important. This means the one who plants is not anyone special nor the one who waters, for God is the one who brings the supernatural growth. Now, the one who plants and the one who waters are equally important and on the same team. But each will be rewarded for his own work. We are co-workers with God, and you are God's cultivated garden, the house he is building. So God's building his church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He's building a place where his love and light and care and compassion and hope and peace can reach people in our community and beyond. And that is what a privilege it is to belong to the family of God. God's building the church. But here we see that all of us are important. One sows with vision, with faith, with uh, uh, finance and, and one's sowing the gospel in our schools, in our community, in your workplaces, in our neighborhoods. Another waters 
by prayer, by faith, by supporting encouragement. And then God gives the increase. And it's so easy, we can compare one other thing. Oh, they're up front, so they're, they're the one doing it, so they get all the attention. Hey, remember if you're up front, you're also the biggest target. <laughs> so, so when you're a leader and up front, you're a target for blessing and encouragement and support, but you're also a target for the enemy because he wants to slow you down. So, but we need to step up and be all that we're called to be. And so it's, we, we don't compare ourselves. We've all got an important part to play. And I thank God for this church that's stepping up more and more. And more of us this year need to arise and contribute and be involved. Because if we want to see his church and his kingdom really shake this city and this uh, nation, then we have to all step up and arise. And I believe God's shaking us, stirring us. I think this year is a great year of opportunity. And God's calling us to step up. In the Amplified, 1 Corinthians 3, 6, it says, I planted... Apollos watered, but God all the while was making it grow and he gave the increase. God always uses us. When we pray and see a need, guess what? He'll say, yes, I'm going to meet that need. I'm going to use you to meet the need. So whenever you pray, and we've been praying this week, the 24-7 prayer. Thank you for everyone praying for our church and our city, our nation, our community. The 20, uh, and the uh, three weeks of prayer and fasting. This, this week, the focus is on our nation. So, boy, we need to pray for our nation and for breakthroughs because there's a lot of shaking happening in our world and light and darkness clashing. But God gives the increase, but he uses you and I. We help make disciples by nurturing, praying, caring, and the disciples then help build his church and his kingdom. So what's our vision? Our, our simple vision, you know, in one sentence is transforming lives for good. We want to just see lives transformed. Transformations does it through their amazing uh, uh, drug and alcohol rehab program. We're all seeing transformed lives in our families. And uh, I just rejoice every week we're seeing people come to Jesus. Every week there's a story because it's someone's son and someone's daughter and someone's father and someone's brother or sister. And I think, God, you are amazing because lives are getting transformed every week in our church. They're getting transformed as you love someone in your life group. They're getting transformed when you, you go into the schools and share R.I. It's, they're being transformed because of your faithful witness, because of your willingness to be on the team. Do you know this year is 80 years since this church started? 1940, this church started. There's probably not too many of, around here that were here when it started. But uh, 80s, Frida's here. She's 96, so she'd probably remember. <laughs> May not have been here, but I know. And uh, so it's 80 years celebration. During the year, one day, we'll have some celebration for our 80 years. And this church building has been here. This is its uh, 41st year. And that's why we need to expand because we're out 40 years ago, people had the vision to build this and thank God they did. And we've done renovations a few times, but we're outgrowing it. So it's time to arise and build something bigger for the kingdom of God. I believe it's harvest time. I believe there's transformed lives. There is faith arising. There's, there's more leaders arising. There's more resources. There's more Holy Spirit presence and power. I believe that we're moving into a great season I don't use the word revival very often because a lot of people have all sorts of concepts of it, but I know we're moving into a season of great breakthroughs. I know there's a spiritual hunger. There is transformation happening. I want to encourage you that as we all work together, we're going to see increased miracles. 
We're going to see increased stories that are going to bring great praise and glory to God. And we want to see that happen more and more. How are we going to achieve this? We're going to achieve it by transforming lives through the love and power of Jesus Christ. By making room for His Spirit to flow in and through our lives. I thank God that this church loves the presence of the Holy Spirit. Thank God that you guys have learned how to praise and worship because God inhabits the praises of His people. Lots of people come in and say, there's something different here. And I said, it's the presence of Almighty God. The people are nice too, but it's the presence of Almighty God. He flows through us, the love, the care, the support, and connecting. And some of us, God's calling to arise and build more friends this year. Not just stay in your own little world. And occasionally I hear the sad story that someone's come to our church and no one said hello to them. I, that distresses my heart as a pastor. I only hear it occasionally. And sometimes they've been making it really difficult to connect because they're really scared. But I thought, God, let us arise. And on Sundays, during the week, let's make sure we can reach out beyond our own circle and just connect with one more person. And I thank God that many are doing it. We have our welcome teams, our frontline teams. But it's all of us provide the welcoming culture. All of us, because you might be the one that will build a bridge to someone and they work in the same profession or they come from the same area or their family dynamics just the same as yours and you might be the bridge that helps them stay and get connected. And I thank God for that culture of love and welcome and acceptance that we need to continue to build. So how are we going to, the mission strategy, we're going to transform our community with a message of hope and love. And one of the key ways is we've, we've built a church here with a, a spiritual home with seven key aspects. And I preach on this every year. It's our DNA. It's Bayside DNA. It's who we are. And let's have a look at those again. It's easy to remember because it's an acrostic. B stands for? Bible believing. Thank God we stand on the Word of God. We preach it. We teach it. We live it. We pray it. We confess it. We let it change us. A is for? Always generous. I, I looked at those figures of generosity. And I just thank God for the generosity of this church. And we, we gave $8,600 for the bushfire appeal. But do you know last Saturday, Luke and another friend helped organize the big concert on the Seafront Oval to raise funds, thousands of dollars. We got the figures yet? We haven't got the final figure. Thousands of dollars they raised just out of their own initiative. And Luke was the main one that drove that so that we could reach people for Jesus. Well done, Luke. God bless you, mate. And some of you know Richard and Gwen uh, a few weeks ago got stirred to get families to sponsor uh, a whole town through the Rotary Club down there and not just immediate gifts but sponsorship up over 18 months to help them rebuild their families at Conjola Park. Well done Richard and Gwen, God bless you for your initiative of faith. And others here have done other things. And I thank, thank God that we're making a difference because Jesus gives us hope. You, when, when Jesus is in your heart, you don't want to sit down and just live a nice, blessed life. He says, come on, share what you've got. And I believe God's teaching us how as a church, corporately, and as groups and individuals, we can step up and make it different because we're always generous. Why is? Yes to the Holy Spirit. Well, I love the Holy Spirit and His presence and power. I love the, the life of the Spirit because when you make room for the Holy Spirit, anything can happen. Because when Jesus went back to heaven, he says, I've sent the Holy Spirit to be my representative. And when the people got filled with the Holy Spirit, everything changed. You've got to realize Jerusalem was the city where they had just crucified Jesus weeks before. And now 
the Holy Spirit got poured out. It says there was a great sound of a rushing wind from heaven that shook that whole city. Thousands come running. Why did they come running? They heard the sound. It was so powerful, the whole city heard the sound of a roar from heaven. It wasn't just a thunderclap. There was something happened supernaturally that the people of the city could not ignore. Let me tell you, there's a spirit of God moving across our nation, in our church, and across this city that people will not be able to ignore because when God decides it's time, His spirit moves. It's going to happen through you and I. It's going to happen through all of our different groups and ministries. It's going to happen as we partner with the other churches and God's at work. So let's make more room for the Holy Spirit. Tonight's our anointing service. Annual anointing service, 5.30. I preach a short message and then we offer to pray and anoint everyone of the world that comes. And we'll encourage the families, bring your kids. We'll do the families and children first so then you can head home and they can get ready for school. Older folks will do first and then everyone else. And we'll have some of our team up the front here and anointing you with all. I encourage you to come with faith to believe for amazing things this year. And it's really, really powerful because you're just saying, Lord, here's my life. Just fill me afresh. Empower me. And I believe that God's up to something. S stands for service. Yeah. Let's serve with the gifts God's given us. With the love and joy. And some here have been doing this for decades. Marilyn and I have been here 18 and a half years now. And we feel like we're just getting started. Because we're seeing his kingdom grow and increase. And we want to encourage you. If you're not serving in any clear capacity in our church, I encourage you to check out getting on board with the team. Some of you are serving amazingly in our community as doctors and teachers and chaplains and uh, carers, also things. That is awesome because we serve in the church and in the community. But if you've got any space for an hour's spare time or come on a team, we need some more helpers on our worship team. If you're a musician or singer, please see Matt and Rachel. Uh, we want to encourage you to, to come on board. We need some more frontline team members for Sunday nights especially and for mornings. That's once a month you're on a roster to welcome people. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't thought about stepping up, we've got rosters that will suit you and areas of ministry. I stands for inclusive. Just look around. All ages, all nationalities, all backgrounds. I love, I love this church family. I really, really do. I just thank God for all the different ages from, uh, from babies to uh, late 90s. We haven't got anyone 100 here yet. We used to have a lady that was 100. But she's in heaven now. We've got all nationalities. Not all nationalities, but we've got lots of different ones. And we thank you for joining with us and all backgrounds. That is so true. And thank you for being part. We want to continue to encourage that. D stands for? Discipleship. Discipleship is training, equipping, and we've got some things I'll share in a moment, how we're going to do, do that even better, where we're nurturing. <coughs> and E for? Evangelism. Sharing our faith and uh, connecting with people. In 2020, our goal is to see at least five people each week respond to Jesus and become connected and belong. I believe it's a time of harvest. Hallelujah. Okay, key er some other key areas of focus. We're going to... Um, pre preparations to build our home for the Harvest Church and Community Centre. And... Uh, We'll share a little bit more about that, but this year's our preparation year and we're hoping to be ready to build next year. It takes at least 12 months to go through the whole process, but we'll share in a moment, we're, we're definitely on that process. We're also going to train and release more leaders and volunteers through our next steps nights 
through Belong Leadership Pathways through our Bible College. And we've got a 2020 planner where we planned out events so that we uh, try to spread them out throughout the year. Uh, guest ministry, training and courses. There's so many things on our app, on our, that brochure you've got, on uh, different areas of ministry that there's spaces for all of us to get connected and to bring people in. Exciting news, Russell Evans and uh, Joth Hunt from Planet Shakers and the IC Band are going to be here on Saturday the 22nd of February at 9am on a Saturday morning. So we're doing church on Saturday morning and with guests coming and it's a district pass event but everyone in our church is welcome to come and Russell and Joth carry an amazing breakthrough anointing on their lives which is just so powerful and they've got tens of thousands in their churches and they get up to 250 people a week getting saved in their churches in Melbourne. There's a great move of God happening through their lives and their church and just come and catch a bit of it. Every time I get near it, it stirs my faith way beyond what we live now and encourage you. So that's open on uh, Saturday the uh, 22nd, Saturday week at 9am. Um, I was talking to Pastor Abram this week. His son Ranjit is coming this time to, uh, at Easter time. Pastor Abram um, sends his apologies, but he said things are happening so rapidly in India. There's a lot of persecution. He said, I need to be here on the ground because there's hundreds of Christians have been martyred last year. It is very intense. You don't see it on the news, but it's really, really intense in India right now. So, but Ranjit, his son's coming. He's a great preacher and worship leader, so he'll be here. And we've got Shane Willard coming later in the year in Power Conference with Cameron Renee Bennett. Um, we've got encounter, um, encou Holy Spirit Encounter, some amazing events to look forward to. This year we're also going to have some themes for each month. So we can just focus our preaching, our focus and our themes so that we can be heading the same direction. So February is a rise and build, our vision month. March, we're going to do a series on God, money and me with Pastor Paul DeYoung. It's a 20 minute DVD teaching and then I'll share as well. And some of you think, ah, oh, the church is talking about money again. Pastor Paul de Jong does it so well, he has hundreds of unsaved people come to hear his series. He said, no one's talking about it like in a balanced way like you are and bringing hope. He said, I get bigger attendance when I do this series than most other series I do because the world wants to know what's the truth, not just the pressures and the myths that go with it. So it's going to be actually a really, really powerful time and uh, it's only 20 minute DVDs and then we'll be sharing on it because we want our people to live in freedom. You know Jesus taught twice as much on possessions and money more than he did on heaven and hell and faith and most other things because he knows that's what affects our lives every day and if we get things in order, God's blessing flow. April is, uh, we've got Anzac Day and Easter so it'll be living sacrifices I serve because May, we're going to do a series on Nehemiah, how he restored and rebuilt. June, we'll have a Home for the Harvest focus. We'll have a special offering uh, on the uh, 7th of June and just have a month where we help prepare and give. And I believe, as Peter was sharing today, that the Spirit of God is going to stir our hearts to arise and sow and give. August, uh, July, we're going to talk on sharing your faith. How do you share your testimony and story well so that people get curious and come? We want to teach people how to do these things better. And uh, August, we'll talk about managing emotions. September on relationships. October, leadership. November, the supernatural. The Holy Spirit, supernatural, and how to deal with the, the counterfeit of darkness in the world. And Christmas will be around before we know it. Isn't that exciting? 
So not every sermon during those months will be on that specifically, but we'll have a general theme that we run with so that we can just target and, and flow. And if you've got people you're reaching out to, we're doing a series on handling uh, negative emotions. You can say, hey, we've got some teaching on how to deal with anger or fear or anxiety, and that will help us. Also, we're going to do some next steps training, equipping you to live, lead and serve. On Sunday nights, we're going to do three four-week specials where we're going to have a focus. So the, the four weeks in March, June and October on Sunday nights, we're going to have our Understanding Salvation course. We'll do some praise, then we split up into groups and then we come back for some worship and ministry. There'll be an Understanding Salvation course, there'll be a CAP a money budgeting course and then we're going to teach through the, the faith foundations of our church, some more of our DNA, what's it mean to live a spirit-filled life, and we're going to actually do teaching for maybe 50 minutes on those nights, and then come back for some worship at the end. So there'll be four uh, nights in a row, and we're going to encourage people to come. They'll be f uh, free to come, and then as we get to June, we'll add another one on discovering your gifts, and by October, we'll have another session going on how to uh, function and activate the gifts of the Spirit and your passion in your life. So we really want to train and equip people so that we can be as flowing in all God's blessing and fullness over life. So we're making some focused changes of preparation and breakthrough this year and really encourage you to um, join in. We'll be uh, giving you some uh, more um, insight on that. So the first one start on the 9th of March, four weeks' time. And uh, if you don't normally come out Sunday nights, this will be a series of four weeks. It'll be from 5.30 to 7, and there'll be particular focus in our training and equipping. So you'll hear a lot more about that. And from next week on, you can start signing up for those courses. Just want to encourage you with our leadership. What an amazing team we have. Pastor Peter and Emma and just do an amazing job as our assistant pastors and have been here for a long time, longer than us. But it's so good to see them flourishing and being a great support. And, and um, Emma helps oversee all of our accounts and finances and financial management. And Peter oversees numerous ministries. And we really appreciate it. Um, Bayside Children and Families, Bridie and Jamie Brooks do an amazing job there. And Bridie's over there with the kids today. And thank God that they serve our beautiful children and families and all the awesome team that's with them. Bayside Youth, Trevor and uh, Rachel of Asia got a great team. They're away today because Trevor's brother's getting married this weekend over in Fraser Island. So that's why they send their apologies. He's got about six or seven brothers and sisters. And uh, so one of them's getting married. But they've uh, been here um, last year and did an awesome job. And this year they're stepping up even more. And 60-plus uh, ministry with uh, Pastor David and Helen Janes do an amazing um, job there of ministry. We get 30 or more regularly coming there. And if you are in that age bracket, 60 plus, this is for people that may be still working part-time or uh, who are retired and uh, maybe you've got family members say, hey, they're lonely, why don't you encourage them to come? First, third and fifth Sunday of the month, uh, uh, Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday, and the first one is Wednesday worship, so it's here, 9.30 on Wednesday. We've got two new board members, Jamie Brooks and, and also Jody Burkout have joined our church board, so congratulations guys and, and <clears throat> Nick. Jody and uh, um, Jamie um, join uh, Pastor Peter and myself and uh, Mary Sarah and Tim Goodser and Jam Jeremy Bates. So we've got a great team of seven on our board to add extra. 
Worship ministry, Matt and Rachel do an amazing job leading our awesome team of musicians, singers, worship leaders, tech team. Let's give them a big hand. Our media, our live streaming. We had a family, I think you're probably here today, but they told us last week they moved from Alice Springs here. When they knew they were coming, they started watching our services, podcasts, for two months before they got here. So they're ready to jump right in once they arrive. Another family, you guys did for four months down there. And I thought, how awesome is that, that people can connect? And there's other people watching our church that are not Christians. They're just sort of on the fringes checking it out. Welcome today. God bless you. It's so good to just join together and let God touch our hearts and our lives. So we want uh, more people there to help with our worship team, musos and singers and a tech team. And uh, we want to film everything and uh, film testimonies, all sorts. So thank you for those that are involved. You mightn't be a front upfront person, but you'd be great down the back there helping do all of those um, areas. Prayer ministry, Sylvia and the team have been leading our prayer for years, doing an amazing job of power, breakthrough, essential ministry of Holy Spirit power, 24-7 prayer weeks. We've just had one, three weeks of prayer and fasting we're doing now. There's uh, encounter nights of praise and prayer and also the National Day of Prayer and Fasting. We're joining with that at the Salvos. And that's on the same day that Russell Evans is here, so from 10 till 4. So we're going to head over there in the afternoon to join in with that. And we have a, a group of prayer prayers join with the other prayer groups in the city and the other churches every quarter. And our team has organised that to start it up. So well done, Margaret and others and Glenda and Sylvia. We want to keep praying. Life groups. We've got on your seat, you've got a list of life groups and other ministries. Because as our church gets bigger... We need everyone connected in a small group, in some form, because that's where you build relationships. Whether it's a prayer group, it's a worship team, it's a kids' ministry team, it's a, a, a life group on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, or a women's group on Friday, the men's shed, uh, men's groups, all sorts, our 60-plus our, uh, group. Encourage you to find a small group, and some, most of them this year are meeting fortnightly, and so it's not a heavy commitment, but that's where you build really good friends. And really encourage you to find a group, um, and if you can pop out after the service to the uh, tablet out there, and they can give you info and uh, contacts, details on uh, all of that. And so we really appreciate, and the church app, who's downloaded the church app yet? Wow, look at that, quite a few have. That is like our church newsletter, and it's got all the info. I also send out a pastor's short email each week just to... Um, let you know, if you're not on our email list, if you don't get an email from me regularly, sign up out the back there, just so that we can let you know what's happening in our church and, and uh, let you know of the exciting things that are happening. We've got all sorts of amazing ministries there, and playgroup, young marrieds, um, young adults, women, men's, shed, frontline teams, welcome teams, morning tea rosters, there's all sorts of amazing places that we can connect and our awesome administration staff over in the office, Tanil and Mary Sarah and, and uh, Aaron and others, and uh, so many that are helping and volunteers. So thank you for all those behind the scenes. Bayside Care. Mary Lynn oversees an amazing ministry of Bayside Care, and that covers everything from uh, break-free prayer and healing with uh, Robin and the team. We've got Sozo Healing Ministry, counselling courses. Uh, we do welfare and food for emergency visitation in hospitals, all sorts of areas. So if you've got a caring heart, you say, hey, I'd like to help out in some area, to cook some meals, do whatever, see Mary Lynn or the team. And uh, we also do courses, cap money course, 
Grief Share Boundaries Parenting Course. We had an amazing one of those last year. We're going to do another one this year. And we want to thank you for just caring for our community. OSH. Who knows what OSH stands for? Outside school hours care. That's our vacation care, before and after school care. We're now touching about 70 families in our community through that. And well over half of those families are not connected to our church, but they bring their kids because it's a safe place. So thank you for Sue Michael and all the amazing team that, uh, that helped serve there. Bayside Transformations. Wow, big cheer for all the Bayside Transformations, all the, the men, the women, the leaders for Tina and all the staff and helpers. It's an amazing 12-month drug and alcohol rehab ministry. Um, we support and strengthen that. We partner with it. It's a separate registered charity. I'm on the board and most of the team that are involved come from here, but the other churches and the community as well. And it's just an amazing ministry. We've had over a thousand people come into that program in the last 10 years. Over a thousand. That's amazing. Over 50 have completed the whole course. Many others have stayed for weeks, months. Some have done six or 12 months or, and haven't completed the course, but they're free and they go back to their families. Others have struggled in and out, but they keep coming back because they feel loved. They say, this is the toughest course, but it's the most loving and supportive course. Because if anyone's wrestled with addictions, you know it's not easy to change those patterns in your lives. And so uh, we want to, <coughs> as a church, we give $600 a month um, to that ministry out of our uh, support. And many of you others sponsor them. And they're believing to buy their that property, the old Baptist campsite, we're, we're believing for ways to see that happen. So keep praying and believing. And I, I b really believe that that's, that's coming and it will, it will happen. And um, Dr. Michael Maiden had a prophetic word over me um, 15 months ago when I was in Brisbane. And he didn't know me at all. And part of that prophecy was, he said, I see two property miracles will happen. One for your church and one a closely related ministry. And immediately I knew it was transformations and I knew it was our church. And so God stirred my heart and said, it's here, it's ours, it's time for breakthrough. We're going to do a short um, Home for the Harvest update, but, but before we do, I'd like to pray a prayer of blessing over all of our leaders. So if you, lead, if you lead a ministry or you're on any of our teams in our church, just stand up where you are for a moment. Everyone who serves on, in a leadership capacity or you're in a, any of our teams... Any of our teams, frontline welcome teams, um, volunteers at Transformations, anyone who's in leadership or clearly on a team. Come on, just stand up wherever you are. Let's give them a huge hand. Thank them for serving. <clears throat> and we want to pray. I want to pray a prayer of blessing over you today because I want to say thank you for stepping up. Some of you have done this for years. For some, this is only recently you've said, hey, we're going to serve. And I want to encourage those that aren't standing. I know some of you have got busy work commitments and there's all sorts of stuff happening in your world. But I want to encourage more of you this year to find a niche and get on a team. Because I've found when you're serving on a team, it's not the church, it becomes our church. Because you actually have a sense of commitment and ownership to another level. And uh, we want to thank you. We want to pray a prayer of blessing over you right now. If you're standing, just reach out your hands for God. We're going to believe. 
Congregation, if you're sitting near someone, I want you to go and stand around them right now and just let's, let's thank them for... Come on, let's, let's all stand for a moment and let's go and stand beside someone who's serving. And uh, j- just go and stand around them. <clears throat> let's bless them. Come on, let, let's, let's bless them and encourage them. Because when you're in leadership, there's great blessing, but sometimes some great challenges. Come on, let, let the love of God just flow right now. Let's believe this year they're going to see an amazing anointing flowing through their lives. Their leadership's going to rise. Oh God, we just pray your amazing blessing right now over all these incredible leaders, volunteers, team members. Lord, I thank you for all that they do. Holy Spirit, this year, Lord, may they feel a great joy in serving. Lord, let the anointing for leadership, the wisdom, Lord, the faith levels will rise. Lord, they'll see good fruit. They would flourish. Lord, those in our prayer teams, those that serve in our schools and our community. Lord, we thank you for your amazing blessing. I pray for every life group, every small group that meets, Lord, they would see souls saved. They would see hearts healed. They would see love flow. Lord, they would see, Lord, transformation. I pray that over all of our groups. We ask for that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Everyone shouted, Amen. God bless you. Let's take our seats. Okay, it's time uh, just to have a, uh, a quick update for our Home for the Harvest. And uh, anyone who's been at this church for a while knows we've been talking about this for a while. I was thinking while we were worshipping there this morning, the Holy Spirit reminded me of four significant prophecies. That's four, four significant prophecies. <laughs> we'll go that way, four. Four significant prophecies about the, the community and church facility that we're going to build. The first one was in 2003 by Al Fury, an evangelist. He came, when before he preached, he got up and spoke seven things, seven things that God showed him. Don't have enough fingers. Seven things God showed him was going to happen. Do you know what the second one was? He said, I see a building on this place at least twice this size. There's going to be full and overflowing with people. That was 17 years ago. I've learned you don't give up on God's promises or visions. So it's a whole journey of preparation. I want to encourage you personally. You've had some promises for your business or your family and they haven't come to pass yet. Don't let go of them. And then over the last five years, there's been three more significant prophetic words that have just flowed powerfully. And one was in uh, Melbourne at Planet Shakes through Pastor Russell Evans. And he spoke this word of overflow and the Holy Spirit downloaded it. He says, I'm going to release $4 million 4,000 souls and 400 notable miracles in your, in your church in the coming years. And my spirit was exploding. We could hardly walk after that. The anointing of God was so strong. And I knew it was God because God spoke to me specific details. And I said to Marilyn, that was powerful. She said, yeah, I got all these fours running in my head, but I don't know what they mean. I said, let me tell you what they mean. And then I knew it was God because she gets the detail. I get the big picture. God reversed the order that time. So we clearly knew it was God. How amazing is God? He knows how to get your attention. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's been burning in my heart for the last five years. So I know this is going to happen. God's spoken to me. And then there's been a couple of other very significant words since. So we're in the process right now of doing updated plans. We've had two meetings with architects and uh, it's been uh, an awesome journey already. And uh, we've got a project management team. I really want to thank Ryan Williams and uh, because Ryan's been helping us, Ryan's built 
been project managing and build all sorts of buildings involved with Latitude 25. And Jeremy Bates has been on our board for years. They're helping stir us, lead us, steer us through this journey. Because Pete and I, we're pastors. We don't know how to build buildings, but we do understand the, the rewards and process. We've got a great team that we're building now and is going to help us get there. So it's going to be a church and community centre. At present, our uh, present account has got 379,811. Well, it did a couple of days ago. We just paid some out towards the architects. But that's what we've uh, grown in our account that you've contributed in the last two, two to three years. Because we, we did $700,000 renos on this building five years ago where we added all that and we redid the whole building, extended new toilets and everything. And uh, we paid that off. We bought the land across the road uh, about 10 years ago. So now we've got overflow car parking. We're going to move the men's shed over there and all sorts of other things. We paid that off, which was, uh, I think it was uh, 870000 after GST, which we bought that land 10 years ago. And so God has been so good. And people say, how are you going to build a $3 million complex? Well, God's been faithful and he's going to help us do it. Our goal is to have a budget of about $3 million and uh, then it'll take some more to fit it out. But we're, we're going to be very strict on that. The architects come back with all these UBIT ideas saying, hey, you could build this and this. Before you know it, you've got a $5 million project, which we're not doing. <laughs> so we're going to work our way through. And uh, our goal this year, this year, is to see a million dollars raised. That's my faith vision. We've got 370, so that's only another uh, 500 and, you know, 630, isn't it? And we're putting $2,000 a week aside, so it's about half a million dollars extra money we need to raise at least this year. Now, that's going to stretch us. I don't know where that's all going to come from, but I've learned if we do what we can, God does what we can't. And last year, a couple came into office and gave us a check for $108,000 tithed on a property they sold. And I know that God's going to touch hearts. He's going to touch some of us, as Peter was sharing, to stretch beyond what we can do. And he's going to use what we have. So we're going to share some strategies as we go. And this is big picture today, but in the coming months we will share some more uh, info on that. Have we got the uh, little walkthrough that we can have a look? Thanks, guys. This is just came on Friday. This is not a final one. This is just a little bit of a, a glimpse of what our... <laughs> now, that's not a finished product. We've been working now just for the last uh, probably six weeks with the architects. There's a few things there. The OSH area, which is uh, in the kids' hall, we're still working out what that's going to look like. On there, you would have seen they've designed to relocate that out in this ca car park and have... Um, grass there at the back. We're still working on what's going to be economical because where it is is where the water comes roaring down and we need some more space to extend our new building because in that building you saw the auditorium and the reception area and the extended fellowship area but in the sides there and in the front will be administration, all sorts of size of rooms to be able to uh, have different ministries in there and also uh, hire out for other organisations during the week and we can hire out that auditorium during the week for school speech nights and, and all sorts of activities, community stuff, because there's no decent community uh, facilities like that in our city. It's going to be years before the council builds one. We've got an amazing opportunity to have an impact and be leaders in our city here with this concept. And it's, it's, it's just a doorway. I just am so excited because we can do all sorts of training and ministries and charities and counselling rooms 
And so there's still a whole lot of fine-tuning happening, and Ryan's helping us walk that journey through. And, but it's, so it's basically extended fellowship area out further and then the main auditorium. This building will be uh, used for uh, kids and youth and uh, wedding chapel and possibly during the week some other things. We can put a divider through that can open up and we can have, use it for other ministries. And so with the OSH, we're still looking at whether it goes uh, joining on the back here or out there. Um, we're still going to have a bit more work on that, they've suggested out there, we think it could go at the back of this present hall and use the uh, storage room and the ready room and some extension for our OSH would be a cheaper option to go. So we just pray for us as we walk through this exciting, exciting time and uh, we're uh, really looking forward to um, the journey. So in, in June, we're going to have a um, special offering, which we'll have time to prepare for, and I'm just believing God in a whole month. And we're going to get, we've got some people who have been paying pledges in monthly or weekly for well over 10 years. Marilyn and I have been sowing into this now for, I think, about 15 years. And we've just been sowing in above our ties just because we wanted to see this come to pass. And there's a few other people here have been doing that. Between one and $2,000 a month, they've been sowing. So maybe before we have a big offering, you might say, hey, I want to start sowing into that. You can do that into our Home for the Harvest account, or you can on electronically, or you can put it on envelopes, have a chat to us. Because I believe God's saying, hey, let's, let's do this together. And I'm convinced if we do what we can, God's going to do what we can't. Because we're full. We need a bigger facility. Because there's thousands of people moving to Harvey Bay, the council are building a $40 million new complex three streets away. We're going to be right near the center of town and this can be the ministry hub for our city. How awesome is that? And the Church of Christ across the road, they're willing to partner and um, share some stuff and we're going to work together. And I just think it's the most amazing, amazing opportunity that we can be a part of. You ready for the challenge? Ready for the opportunity? We're ready to arise it's going to stretch us beyond what we can do. And you know, Mary and I, we're about people. That's why I've called it Home for the Harvest. It's not about building a big building. It's a lot of hard work and a lot of money. And, and I'd prefer just to not have to go through that pressure. But every time I've thought, oh, it's too hard, we we'll, won't do it, God sends another prophet to remind me, don't drop the vision. <laughs> every now and then I think, oh, Lord, how are we ever going to get there? Every time, within weeks or months, he says, don't let go of the vision because this is about the city. People had vision 40 years ago to build this. It's our turn to have vision and arise to build for the next decades for our city. Not just for our church, for our city. This is about thousands of people coming to the kingdom of God. This is about hundreds of people encountering Jesus and parent, families taught how to parent and, and people taught how to get free of so many things in their lives. That's what burns in my heart. That's what vision does. It causes you to arise. So the building is just a catalyst. It's not our focus. You know me. I don't take heaps of offerings up for it. I don't talk about it very often. But today on launch Sunday and this year it's a rise and build. So it's time to really step into what God has for us. And uh, I get more excited every day now because I can see it. I can see it happening. And uh, we're building our teams and getting ready for it. A couple of the quick things to wrap it up. We also work with our, uh, in a, just to give you, a, sorry, one more thing, probably in about six weeks or so, one Sunday morning, we'll do a 15 minutes at the end of service when we've got more clearer plans and uh, 
There'll be, there'll be several probably when we get to looking to borrow money. So our goal is to raise a million. We've talked to banks and other providers and they said on your income and the process you've got, you could borrow up to $2.5 million um, if needed and you'd be able to afford to pay it with a little bit of a stretch. So we're fine-tuning. So we, I'd love to not have to borrow it all. It'd be awesome if we could raise it all. That would be just awesome. But we're also good stewards and we've, as a board, we're doing our homework and we'll come back to the partners and the church with clearer steps this year. There'll be probably a couple of other meetings where we'll be presenting clear plans, process, finances, all those things will be coming back to you. So we want to partner together and it's a team, team effort. The Minister Association, let's flip over to uh, there. We're part of the Harvey Bay Christian Minister Association. I'm the chairman of it. And uh, we met with some of the pastors this week. We meet every month, a lot of the pastors in town. Some of them want to get together, not one monthly, but fortnightly and pray for our city. There's a core of them, so we're going to start that in the next couple of weeks where some of them say, we want to pray over our city, the pastors. We do that at once a month. They said, that's not enough. So there's something stirring in all the churches in our city for this community. And prayer leads to action. And I have the privilege of helping lead that. I've been involved for 18 years on that team. And uh, we've got some new pastors in town that are really keen to go for it. And Marilyn and I also lead the Australian Christian Churches, which is the uh, fellowship, or it's not an officially denomination, but it's the fellowship that we uh, connect with. And we're the regional leaders for the Wide Bay region. So we've got about 12 churches. That It's a relational support area. And uh, that's why... Four or five times a year, we get all the pastors together. We impart to them and with the Holy Spirit encounter and Russell Evans coming. And so our heart is to influence this whole region for the kingdom. And we're seeing some amazing things happening. Who's been bringing all your cans and bottles in? Do you realize we've raised over $3,000 with your cans and bottles, 10 cents each? Hey, well done, team. How awesome's that? Instead of throwing it in the bin, bottle again... We're, that's helping fund our kids' ministry. How awesome's that? So keep bringing them in. If you haven't been bringing them in, put them in the blue bins out there, and if we can, we can raise heaps more by doing that. So that's another way. Global missions, quickly. Um, we support India, Pastor Abram and his team, Thailand, Eric and Mariana Klar, Uganda, Lisa Taken and Treasure Ministries, and uh, China Orphanage, Kununurra Indigenous Ministry, they are our global missions that we support directly. And then we have teams go over and do other projects as well. And then we also support our chaplains, the Bayside Care and Transformations um, locally. And we thank you for that. Volunteers. This church is led by leaders, but we've got heap, lots of amazing volunteers and teams and we've got the new tablet out there, as Peter shared. Encourage you to check it out, our church app. We've got the brochures. There's ways for you to get involved. And you say, I have never really been involved, or I used to be. Then the kids came, and I was too busy. But I've got a bit of spare time now. Every organization in Australia is struggling to find teams and volunteers. I thank God people are stepping up. We've got over 200 people in our church volunteer or serve in some area. Isn't that awesome? Over 200. That is amazing. And I believe that can increase more and the more we have serving, it means the load's less on those that are on the team so we don't wear people out. And your gifts and anointing and experience comes into the focus and can be a great, great blessing. 
So we do need some more volunteers for our worship team, um, musicians and worship team and tech, frontline teams, especially at night time and a few more in the mornings, our welcome team. And we're always looking for more kids workers and uh, youth workers. RI in the schools, we've got two people teaching RI in the schools from our church, about 25 locally. We've got a doorway to touch nearly every kid in our community, but we don't have enough teachers to go and share Jesus in the schools. All the materials provided, if you've got any teaching background or you've got a heart to be trained, there's a great doorway that we work in a joint effort with the other uh, churches. We have a, uh, if you want to serve, you need to fill out a volunteer agreement form and a blue card form. And many of you are aware of that. Um, if you want to join a team, we've got forms available there. And uh, also in the back of the welcome brochure, you know that little brochure sits in the seat in front of you? Who's, has everyone read one of those? Yeah. It just gives a very brief update, of, a summary of who we are. We're going to update that. But on the back page, if you're new in our church or you bring someone along, encourage them to fill that out. They're not joining our team by doing it, but they're saying, hey, we're interested to find out what's happening. Because if, if we get their email or uh, phone, number, we can then keep them in the loop of what's happening in our church. So we encourage you to uh, fill that out. If you've made any changes, had a baby, change the address, change phone number, email, please update that. Bayside Team Night is on the first Thursday of every month. Worship team, come on, come on down as we wrap it up today. Bayside Team Night is all our volunteers and leaders are welcome to come. And I know some of your work, but encourage you to come. That's where we do training and share updates on what's happening. Arise and build. Arise and build. That's our theme. And uh, I want to share this key scripture to wrap it up. Jeremiah 33, 3, 6 and 9. This is a scripture God gave me 17 years ago for our city and our church. Call to me and I'll answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people. Not maybe, I will heal my people. And let them enjoy abundant peace and security. That's God's promise for our church and our city. Then this city will bring me renown, joy, praise and honour before all nations on earth that hear of all the good things I do for it. And they will be in awe and will tremble at the abundant prosperity and peace I provide for it. Prophetically, that's for Jerusalem. But God spoke to my heart and said, you can claim that for Harvey Bay. I said, thank you, Lord. As I, as I reached up to heaven and brought it down to my heart, my heart exploded inside. And from that week, nearly every Sunday, people have come to Jesus. Yeah, because we can claim that promise. And it's exciting to belong to a city and a church and a family where we can see the kingdom of God grow. And we partner with whoever we can. But I want to tell you, when I see the bad news in the paper, that unemployment's up or there's violence or abuse or poverty, I say, that's what the news says, but the word of God says, you're going to bring healing to this city. So I speak and pray the word of God. I want you to keep living in the reality of hope for our future. This city has got plenty of needs. There are a lot of brokenness and, and people that need help. But let me tell you, in Jesus Christ, we carry the hope of the world. Let's stand in His presence today. We carry the hope of the world as we work together, as we vision and sow together. We will see His kingdom expand. It's a great opportunity, I believe, that God's laid before us as a church and as a city. He's laid the foundation for, I believe, this next exciting season. And building the home for the harvest is part of that. But it's about people growing, serving, standing up, saying, hey, I'd love to be involved. I'd love to help. Thank you for joining us. 
The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.